like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, 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 okay. You know the vibes. You know what time it is. It's your boy, Eric Lyons. And this is episode 77 of Electrify with Eric Lyons. Man, how's everybody doing, man? I hope everybody's doing good. It's been a good week so far. I know it's Thursday. It's Thursday, but tomorrow, see, tomorrow I have some last-minute Christmas shopping to do. Christmas is the 25th. It's coming, and a lot of people's gifts are still at the store. So, got to do some running around tomorrow, so I'm not going to have time to, you know, get the show out there, promote the show. You guys know how I do. So, I said, why not? You know, the content's already prepared. Go in Thursday. Get it out the way. Get it out there. Everybody enjoy it a day early, and then that way Saturday football saturday foot basketball i mean baseball basketball boxing whatever you guys going to watch saturday saturday night whatever you got going on get it out of the way that way you get a whole day friday to listen and then boom see i was thinking about y'all i was thinking um but yeah man we got a lot to get through today man we got some things to discuss but it's going to be a good show now before we get into anything before we get into anything I would like to take a little bit of time to talk about the sad, sad individuals that are the 2008 Celtics. And I can't, you know, after watching the Lakers, you know, lose the other night, got me to thinking, I wonder how it is playing with Rondo, you know, as LeBron. After everything, you know, with the Celtics, the Heat, the Cavs. Because man, this this Celtics, these Paul Pierce, KG, man, these guys are really, really sad. And they're really obsessed with LeBron. KD, you know, they doing press right now for the movies that he's in with Adam Sandler. And him and, and, and Sandler were on Bill Simmons podcast. And KG said that they broke LeBron. Really? Did you? Let's 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 really look at this though. All right, the Celtics bounced Braun out the playoffs two times, two thousand eight, twenty ten. All right, this 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 happened. You know, he left Cleveland, went to Miami, built up something very special in Miami, and then got the Celtics out of there. That's what happened. He didn't go join the Celtics. No. He went to a team that was not a playoff contender. Not even a 8C the season before. Went down to South Beach. Built up something. This is this is the this is a thing that will I will I will never never not you know not agree with. What LeBron did was the complete opposite of what you guys know today is super teams you know Brian didn't go down to a team that was already established D-Wade didn't have much help in Miami LeBron went down there then everybody wanted to come and then they became a powerhouse and I'm so sad that they didn't win more rings but I enjoyed it now back to the Celtics these guys man they live off one ring 
you know, I like KG, but come on, dog. You broke LeBron. Y'all beat him game five in Miami. And then what did he do game six? 45 points, 30 in the first half. He went dumb at TD God. Dunked on your boy, Jason. Uh, Terry, dog. Y'all broke LeBron. Is that what happened? What happened after that year? Where did Celtics go after that? Where y'all go after that? Could have swore y'all ended up in Brooklyn somewhere. Come on, dog. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. That's all I'm going to say. Um, like, I'm just saying, like, come on, bro. We're like, how can you, how did you break LeBron? How? But like I said, man, those, those Celtics living the one ring, living to one ring, and then Paul Pierce thought he was Kobe. You, you thought you was Kobe? They don't love you like that. They don't love you like that. Mm, mm, mm. Hate to see it, man. And, and, and look at LeBron today, 17 years in, still doing the damn thing, and y'all ooh, still talking about that, man. Hate to see it. But, hey, this is a good time to play some music, man, before we start the show. Alexa, play LeBron James by Yo Gotti. And then we're going to talk to, we're going to talk about the fight after that. But I want to hear that a little bit. Alexa, play that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big wheels on fellow game sitting crooked, crooked. Three birds for a show. Go and book it. Hey. I'm LeBron James. You're a rookie. Your bra want a ticket. I'm a go and book it. Book it. Book it. Book it. Book it. I'm a go and book it. Big, big wallows in my pocket. Got me sitting crooked. So, what we got here? This weekend, we got uh, Jamel Charlo taking on Tony Harrison for the second time. The first time they went at it was uh, around this time last year. Uh, this is for the WBC Super Welterweight title. All right, so for those of you who don't know, first of all, this fight is free. It's on um, it's a PBC fight. This is on Fox Sports this Saturday night. Uh, so, oh, man, we got a lot going on this Saturday, this weekend, man. A lot going on. Um, but this is gonna be a good fight. I had actually not. I didn't watch the first fight when it. I don't know where. I don't know why I didn't watch the first fight. I don't know where I was, but I didn't see the first fight. But I watched it the other day actually for the first time in its entirety because you know this is a controversial fight. A lot of people feel like Charlo was robbed, especially Charlo himself, and. I had to watch the fight for myself. Scored the fight, everything, round by round, and, you know, I came came to my own conclusions. So, from the first fight, it was a good fight. I will say that. It was a good fight. And, um, Tony Harrison fought a good fight. He fought a Floyd-esque fight. Very defensive. He picked, he picked the shots. He snapped his jab a lot. I feel like if he would have put his punches together more, it would have been a, be- a better output for him. I feel like he would have been in a better position to win the fight, even though he did win the fight somehow. I I think he fought his fight. He fought a good fight, and he, he forced Charlo to adjust to him. You know, Charlo didn't, he wasn't able to really put that fire on him, even though he did. Like, Charlo would start off, he started off aggressive. He would come out aggressive. He started, especially the early rounds, he came out aggressive. But it really didn't, 
he, he didn't land much. It was hard to find Harrison early. He couldn't really find him. Like he 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 gave he gave uh Charlo a lot of different angles. So it wasn't like he was catching him. Um he evaded, you know, Tony he evaded a lot of the big shots. And and Harrison just he, he's just really quick. It was I was very I was very uh impressed with that and his and his his counter shots were accurate as well. Even though a lot of times he was waiting like the counter wasn't natural. Like he didn't just counter as soon as Charlo threw. He was he was really waiting for Charlo to bring the fight to him. He wasn't really pressing Charlo. He wasn't walking Charlo down. He wasn't for, forcing the issue. Which okay, as a counter puncher, yeah, I understand that. So I I can't really you know fault him for that, especially going up against somebody with such power like Charlo. And and that was evident in the fifth round when Charlo hurt. He did he did stumble. Uh, he hit he did hurt Harrison. Harrison uh. You know he 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 did get back well after the onslaught and reacted well to that. It wasn't like that was like, you know, would follow him throughout the rest of the fight. He he came back well off of that. Um, what else? You know, it was it was a good fight though. Now as far as the end, you know, the championship rounds, Charlo didn't really finish the fight. He didn't finish the fight. I feel like. His corner, they felt like they were up enough to where as though they didn't need a knockout. They didn't, in my opinion, need a knockout. But I thought that he could have been more aggressive. Even though uh, Harrison wasn't giving him much opportunity to you know force the issue, I feel like he could have tried harder to do that. Um, I think it was the 11th or 12th, he caught him with the close, the very close uppercut. But from there, you know, you have to finish him. If if you really felt like the judges may do you dirty or you felt like you didn't do enough, that was the moment where you go balls to the wall and try to get him out of there, and he didn't do that. So I scored the fight. Surprisingly, I scored the fight 115-113 for Charlo. I thought Charlo won that fight. Could I see why judges could go the other way? Yes. I gave uh, Harrison a, 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 a few rounds that could have went either way. I could, I, see, I could see if it was a split or maybe a draw. But a unanimous decision? A unanimous decision? Even, uh, I don't know the, uh, the, the ladies, the woman's name who works for Fox Sports. Uh, she's uh, one of their... Um, Broadcaster, she uh, does the the post fight interviews. Even she was surprised, bro. I, I I kept rewinding the decision just to see everybody's reactions because this is like what? Let me tell you something. Here we go. So here's the the three judges scorecards. Uh, Robin Taylor scored one sixteen to one twelve, and both uh, Ron McNair and Julie Letterman scored at one fifteen one thirteen, like me, but in favor of. Uh, Harrison. See, I could have went. It could have went one fifteen, one thirteen. Harrison. I mean, Harrison or Charlo. Like I had one fifteen, one sixteen, one twelve. That's a bit nuts. That's actually crazy. That's actually crazy. I did not think that they were going to give that man a unanimous decision. So now, watching the fight, now I understand Charlo's frustration. Now I understand because, bro, that was wild. That's his first loss. 
and you took the belt away from him. That's crazy. So that was the first fight. Now these guys genuinely do not like each other. Uh, it started. It didn't start off this way, but um, they because they were supposed to fight in the spring, I believe. And first they were supposed to fight in the spring, and then apparently uh, Harrison hurt his hand or wrist, and then he would come out to say that. I don't know if he was serious or joking, like he faked it, blah blah blah. Like Charlo, th- Charlo think he faked, thinks he faked it. His whole team thinks he faked it. He did, like he didn't want to fight. He wasn't ready to fight, so he hasn't had a fight this year. Charlo fought, ended up fighting in June and had a quick knockout. He won his last fight. So, you know, I'm expecting fireworks early in this fight, man. I, I, I really am, man. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited about this fight. I'm ready for it, and um, I I think it's gonna be a good fight. I don't think it's going all twelve this time. If if Charlo and I'm talking about as far as Charlo goes because he's pissed and he's he he he's determined and he knows what he has to do this time. He's gonna have to get him out of there, man, and he's gonna have to get him out of there quickly. Uh, he doesn't want to take you know he doesn't want to go into deep waters with this guy again. Uh, but let's look at the tail of the tape here. I just give me one minute. Look at the tail of the tape. Get you guys ready for the fight. I really, I really do encourage you guys to listen. I mean, excuse me, to watch this fight Saturday. If you don't have anything to do, to do Saturday night, if you're not watching uh, the 49ers Rams game, because it's going to be a late fight, it's probably started. I don't know though. They might be on the same time. Got to look. Uh, but if you guys don't have anything, anything to do Saturday night, I strongly encourage you guys to watch this fight, man. Uh, so we got Jamel Charlo. He's 32, one and zero with 16 knockouts. He's 29. Stands at five foot eleven, seventy-three inch reach, and he fights orthodox. He has a big right hand and applies big pressure, man. He can end the fight at any moment. And that was evident when he fought Erickson Lubin, who started that fight off pretty good. And he caught Erickson Lubin with a freaky right hand that knocked him out. I would love to see them two fight again, by the way. Um, but Tony Harrison, he comes into this fight 28-2-0 with 21 knockouts. 29. Both of the times he lost, he was knocked out in the ninth round, though. Uh, he's 29 as well. He's 6'1 for 76 and a half inch reach. He's also orthodox. Like I said, he's a Floyd Floyd asks type fighter. Um, he has a sharp jab, very very fast, and if he if he punches puts his punches together, he can be very dangerous. He can be very dangerous, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. Uh, let's see anything else to put the fight, man. I think that's all I got as far as the fight goes this weekend. It's gonna be a good one. I'm very excited for it. I hope you guys tune in, man. I'm telling you, if you guys, you know, casual fans, and you just want something to watch or you want to see a good scrap, yeah, do that for sure. Um, okay, for boxing, let's move on <clears throat> to the NFL PA. Versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, this was a story that didn't surprise me. I was not surprised to hear this. Now, to the degree, yeah, I was. All right, so if you don't know what the NFL PA, PA is, it's the NFL uh, Players Association. This is like the NFL's, uh, the union, basically. It's the union. You know, you got the CBA and then the NFL PA. So, apparently... Tom Coughlin, and this is so funny. This is so funny for so many reasons. All right, so this story came out, was that Tuesday? 
and I was, you know, I was writing everything down. I was taking my notes. And then yesterday, <laughs> they can Tom Coughlin. Bro, I was talking to my mom. I'm like, Ma, I'm like, it's him. I'm like, you look at that 2017 AFC Championship team, you know, that team that made that crazy run, that magical run that ended up shooting Foxborough. They're almost all gone. Allen Robinson, Jalen Ramsey, um, who the hell? Dante Fowler. Like a lot of that team, a lot of that core, they're gone. And not for any like not not for no reason. That team has been so bad since then, man. You gotta think. You look back to 2018, last year. When they played the Patriots at home, beat the Patriots, and then after that, they were gone. Gone. But, I blame a lot of that on Tom Coughlin. Simply because he's old, and I just feel like he's out of touch. And then when you got, like, an organization run by, you know, Shad Khan, I wouldn't wouldn't think he would have somebody at the helm, you know, and that position. Some like Tom Coughlin, but here's what's going on. So under the CBA, uh, clubs cannot require rehab or medical appointments at team facilities during the off season and pre-training camp period. So basically, you know, you can't have the players come in for checkups or you know to get treatment if they're hurt. You know, during the off season, like they they have worked hard to have players. Be able to be away from the facility during the off, as much as possible during the off season. Because why? It's off season. You don't need to be there. Uh, but the Jacksonville Jaguars violated this and required injured players to get all off season uh re- rehab at the Jags facility. You can't do that. Can't do that. Uh, and then players who did not attend these quote unquote mandatory uh sessions were disciplined. And by discipline, that means they were fined, meaning money was taken out of their account. You know, they they were fined. This is crazy, man. This is craziness. Like, come on. You're fining guys for workouts that aren't even allowed. You're calling them mandatory, but nobody else is doing this. And you're fining these guys for this? Come on, man. Come on. Come on. This, This makes no sense. This makes no sense. Um... So, a Jags, I don't know if they disclose. I don't think they disclosed this. Because I, I thought it was Dante Fowler. But I don't think it was him. I don't know who it was. Uh, but a Jags player was fined 25 times last year because he didn't show up to these offseason uh, mandatory things. 25 times totaling into $700,000. Are you serious? Are you serious? Really, seven hundred stacks. Hold on, let me get my phone. Twenty-five times. So let's see, seven hundred thousand divided by twenty-five. That's twenty-eight thousand dollars per fine. Even all up, that's nuts. That's nuts. No way. No way. And at the end of the letter that the NFLPA put out, it was like, so be wise or something like be careful or be mindful of where you make your decision uh, playing. Bro, ain't nobody going to go play with the Jaguars no more. 
Ain't nobody gonna voluntarily go to Jacksonville and play for the Jaguars. First of all, I'm not trusting anybody with a pool and a dog park in their stadium. Not trusting you. No way. Not trusting you. Um, let's see. Oh, and this was crazy right here. In the last two years, more than 25 percent of the grievances filed by the players in the uh in the league, an entire league. Have been filed against the Jags. So of all twenty five percent of all the grievances, twenty five percent of them were against the Jags. What does that tell you? It says a lot. It says a lot. And then they went on to fire Coughlin yesterday, and apparently Shad Khan had been thinking about this since the fall. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. That that's funny to me. Like you you fire him right after all of this stuff just comes out. I feel like. Had it not been so publicized, you probably wouldn't have gotten rid of him. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And if I am, okay. But I feel like this this, this is a decision that should have been made, man. Should have been made. You should have been gotten him out of there. Should have been gotten him out of there. It's, 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 it's crazy to me. It's crazy. It's crazy. But um, you know what's crazier? You know what's crazier than that? Uh... <laughs> It's a lot going on, and it's 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 a lot happening, and it's a lot that uh shouldn't be happening. First off, before we get to AB and Josh Gordon, I want to talk about the Browns. We'll talk about the Browns because at this point we're talking about the Browns for every reason, but football. So now, so now, I don't I don't know if I touched on this Monday. I, I think I forgot to talk about this on Monday. So apparently, okay, so Sunday the Browns lost to the Cardinals. I didn't talk a lot about a lot of things on Sunday, man. I forgot about a, a lot of things that happened on Sunday, but we're going to talk about that when we, you know, get into the the games. But all right, so the Cardinals beat the Browns and um the word is that they were yelling come get me to the Cardinals sideline. All right, so the first time we heard this, it was when Odell, everybody was saying that Odell was saying this to the 49ers, but apparently he said this to the Patriots, the 49ers, the Seahawks, and some other team. Man, look. I thought this team, this is a talented team. It's a talented team. I thought this team could be reined in. I th- I thought maybe if they go get a coach, they go get a good coach that could possibly rein this 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 team in. But bro, I I just can't see it. These guys are they just seem really really just I hate the word toxic, but they just don't seem like they're all there. Like they're not all this doesn't seem like a family-oriented team. I feel like none of these guys outside of Odell and Landry really hang with each other. Like, nothing about this Browns team screams team to me. You know? Um, and that starts with coaching, man. Freddie Kitchens doesn't look like he even wants to be there. Um, you know, and, and that goes back. Like, you can even go look back at the, the Miles Garrett thing. I don't remember too many Browns really over there before he was on the ground. Like, a lot of that could have gotten squashed at the team, you know? But look, man, I just think that I don't want to blame Odell completely for this, but it's just, 
Come on, bro. You, are you really out there telling teams to come get you? And if you are, are you really letting this get blown up to where your team knows about it? Like, this should be something that nobody should even be talking about, man. And and, and then I see, I saw, you know, everybody talking about Odell to Green Bay. As a fan of the Packers, no thank you. No thank you. I'm good, bro. I am good. I am good. Y'all, y'all call me a hater. Y'all call me crazy. I told y'all, man, I don't think he's that good. And then look at this, man. Look at what he's doing. Look what he's doing. We haven't talked about Odell or the Browns for football reasons this year. We've been talking about his cleats. We've been talking about his mouthpiece. We've been talking about his watch. We've been talking about the sleeves he's wearing. We've been talking about him getting choked out. We've been talking about um, what else has he done? Nothing football related. Not about, oh, what a good game he put together. Oh, he had a buck and 50 and two touchdowns. None of that. None of that. No thanks. Y'all can keep that in Cleveland. Or wherever the hell y'all going to try to send him. But don't bring that energy to Green Bay. We are good. We are good. I don't know what's going on with these wide receivers, man. I really don't. I don't know what's going on. Look, A.B., the word is it's like 20 teams that would like to sign him. So early, okay, so that was Monday. Monday, the word was it's like 20 teams that want to sign him, and you know, after everything's over with the NFL investigation. A couple of days go by. Now it's A.B. definitely going to be suspended, probably going to miss a whole season. Don't know how we went from that to that, but, hey, it happened. Um, if you don't, if you probably... If you live under a rock or just don't have social media or not on social media like that, uh, then you probably haven't seen AB's new campaign for 2020. He said, no white women 2020. Uh, he's been recording. There's been stuff going on at his house with his baby moms. Uh, the police were involved. Bro, all of the... Where is his team? Where is his PR? No, seriously, though. Where are the people that handle him? I feel like... Somebody has somebody has to step in. Somebody has to step in, man. Because AB is so far gone right now. I'm really, really worried about him. Bro, this is beyond um, you know, whatever was going on earlier this year. It's just like this just the, the stay off social media, please. Like all you're doing is hurting yourself. You know, it's every other week it's an apology, then it's after NFL, then it's you know, Bro, ain't nobody gonna want you with this. Ain't nobody gonna want you. But this is this is this isn't new though. This is not new. And this is not new. And this is why I give Mike Tomlin so much credit for the coach he is and the man he is. This goes back to that day, that game. After the game, Tomlin's giving a speech and AB's on IG Live. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. And this goes for, you know, everybody, man. We don't need our phones out all the time, man. Everything don't need to be documented, man. Just enjoy the moment, man. Be in the moment. Be present in the moment. But, man, look. I understand that, you know, the media doesn't give the full story. So, A.B. sometimes feels like he has to put his own, you know, tell his side. Okay, I get that. I do. 
way to go about it, the way he's going about it. No, 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 not good, not a good look, not a good look. I don't think anybody would want to sign that. Like he is just too talented. He's too talented, man. He's too good. He's too good to to have his career going the way it is. You know what I mean? It, it, it's just and it doesn't have to be this way. Same with Josh Gordon, man. What the hell is going on with Josh Gordon? Bro, these this is selfish, man. This team takes a chance on you. They bring you to Seattle. You know, Russ Russ fights for you. He gets you to Seattle. You're in playoff contention. You know, you, you get a chance to, to make a run with this team who's been playing really good this year. And you go out and use, I don't even know what he used. But it wasn't weed this time. It was PEDs. Really? Like, seriously? Really? Come on, man. Come on, man. Just selfish, man. Just selfish. And and Josh, Josh Gordon has bigger problems, man. I don't know. I don't know. But I would not be surprised. I don't even know what the length of the suspension is. But if this is, you know, if this is about to be it for him in Seattle, I would not be surprised if we don't see him in another... Him or A.B. back, man. Because I just don't know. It's just like how many chances can you give someone? You know? A second chance? But a third, fourth, fifth? I don't know, man. I don't know if these organizations are going to be for that, you know? I don't know. I don't know, but hey, man. That is that is sad to see. That is sad to see. Oh! Hold the phone. Before we get... To the football games this weekend. Let me tell y'all something about the Pro Bowl, man. Because I'm not, I'm not going to waste my time on this. The Pro Bowl is a joke, by the way. If you didn't know that, the Pro Bowl is a joke. It's basically a popularity contest. You know, hella guys were snubbed. Guys were let in that weren't supposed to be there. I, I honestly though, what did Ezekiel Elliott do to be in the Pro Bowl this year, other than be Ezekiel Elliott? Like, how did he get in over Aaron Jones, who's literally been a touchdown machine? Him and CMC have been doing it all this year. But Ezekiel Elliott is in. And Cowboys fans are crying about Dak not getting in over 12. Dog, Dak Prescott has thrown more interceptions. Yes, he has more yards and everything, but a lot of those. Think about when he's been throwing these touchdown passes. It's been in garbage time. Nine times out of ten, the game is already over, and he's somehow throwing two, three touchdowns late in the fourth, racking up yards, basically padding the stats. It looked good, but these ain't game winning, game stealing touchdowns, dog. He's playing catch up because y'all already lost the game. Cowboys fans, grow up. You're delusional. Get some help. Get some help. Um, but I mean, look, man, you got Tyron Matthew, uh, you know, guys like the Smith brothers. How the hell did Khalil Mack get in? What is Khalil? Bro, I honestly have not heard Khalil's like Khalil Mack's name. Bro, I have not seen Khalil Mack since uh opening night twenty eighteen. When he when he hurt Rodgers That was the last time I saw him Didn't see him this year Didn't see him week one Didn't see him Sunday Where's Khalil Mack Thank god we didn't waste our money on that 
Shout out to the Smith brothers. But like this scenario said, man, we ain't worried about the Pro Bowl. What's it up? We're going to the Super Bowl. But hey, shout out to the Ravens, man. 12 Pro Bowlers? That's crazy. I don't think they'll be there, though. Don't think they'll be there to accept the honor, but it's it's nice. Nice gesture. But um Yeah, man, the Pro Bowl is a joke. But I understand, like, as a player, I would be I would be hot too because it's like, you know, that's something to say. Like it is cool when they announce your name in in different arenas, like, you know, award shows or, you know, you just go on a show and you got that tag, it's like your name, you know, what you've done, you know. Ten time, five time Pro Bowl or something. So, so I get that, I get that. So I, I understand one hundred percent. I understand one hundred percent. I'd be pissed too if I felt like I deserved it and a guy got in over me because you know it's a popularity contest. And if you guys are really not going to vote based like I, because I don't understand the voting. I know we got fan voting, but I don't know where it goes from there. So if you guys aren't letting people, guy, players in based on stats and performance, then just kill it. Just kill it, because at this point, it's, it's pointless. It's pointless, man. It's pointless. I don't know why you even watch the damn game anyway. Honestly, we should just add more pro, like, you know, skill challenge stuff. Because that's all I watch. You know, the, the dodgeball, stuff like that. Am I watching that damn Pro Bowl? Y'all know that. All right, but you know what we are watching, though? Week 16 football. The boy that transition gold now. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, so let's see what we got. First of all, we got big. We got Saturday, man. Saturday gonna be good. Saturday gonna be, but not gonna lie. Not gonna lie. I got something planned on Saturday. I have something planned with my friend, my my best friend. Uh, we got we got some things going on this weekend. We're gonna do a little Christmas gift exchange. Uh, what else? Uh, we're gonna watch some Christmas movies. We're gonna bake some cookies. It's gonna be a time. So she'll be here. Uh, so I probably won't see the first game. I probably will catch the second half of the Bills and Pats game. That's the game I'm really excited about. Yep. Um, and then we got the Rams 49ers to close. So let's start off. First of all, a lot of things can get done this week. Um, hold on. I got to go look and see. Um, uh, hold on. Just give me one minute. Give me one minute. Okay, so as of right now, the Ravens have the North, the Chiefs have the West, the Bills have clinched a playoff berth, and the Patriots have clinched a playoff berth. So this weekend, the Ravens can get a first-round bye with a win, a Kansas City loss, or it's, wait, so wait. Trying to think, is that like is that wrapped? Up? Okay, wait, yeah, they already have the first round by. That's not that's not it. Um, they already got that. They can, but they can clinch and they can clinch home field throughout with a win. Or oh, so all they got to do is win, right? That's it. All they got to do is win. So you win, you get it. But if they don't, then you get uh, you need uh, Kansas City and New England to lose. All right, so that's that's yeah, that can happen. Uh, the end the. The Patriots can clinch their division with a win or a tie. They clinch a first-round bye with a win plus a Kansas City loss uh, or tie. Now, the Texans, with the, they clinch the South with a win uh, or if the, the Titans loss, lose or a, a Houston tie plus a Titans tie. Uh, they clinch a playoff berth with a, uh, let's see. 
Houston's uh, plus Patriots. What the hell? Or the Steelers lose. Okay, see, this is a lot, man. This is a lot. Um, Then on the NFC side, uh, the Saints won their division. Green Bay already got a playoff berth. 49ers have a playoff berth, and Seattle has a playoff berth. Uh, the Green Bay can clinch the North with a win. Uh, Philly clinches the division with a win. Oh, Dallas clinches the division with a win. Excuse me. Uh, Minnesota can clinch a playoff berth with a win or Los Angeles Rams tie. So there's a lot on the line this week, man. A lot on the line this week. Um, so let's start with tomorrow. Uh, Saturday, excuse me. Start with Saturday. Let's start off with the Texans and Bucks. All right, let me tell you something. I'm concerned for the Texans. What I saw Sunday, I already knew that I said that they it's possible that they split with the Titans. Okay, well, you got the one on the road. That was the one I was most concerned about. I said, okay, they could lose that one. But as long as they finish at home week seven, week 17. But watching them str- not necessarily struggle, but Deshaun Watson has to take care of the football. I love Deshaun Watson. He has to take care of the football. Especially, you know, where we get, we're we getting into the, uh, late December now. It's almost January, man. Got to take care of the football here late in the stretch. Uh, but this is, the, you know, this is the, a, a team that really, I don't know, man. This defense can, can I don't know what the, what's going on with Jameis Winston and why he's playing out of his mind, but he is. And this could be a game where he does. So, this uh, Texans offense is going to have to step up and put some things together. But, uh, you know, like I said, man, they're playing for their division. I think they can do it. I think they get it this week, and I think the Texans win. Uh, now, the Bills and Patriots game. I will, I will, I've been saying this all year. I still think and truly believe that the Buffalo Bills are going to go up to Foxborough tomorrow, this, this Saturday and beat the Patriots. They should have beaten the Patriots the first time had Josh Allen not got knocked out of the game. That that this is this this Bills defense can hang, man. They can hang. And this is the Patriots offense that is nothing right now. Dust. Dust. This Patriots defense has been carrying them all year and they're still playing good. But it, it, it it's just not it, man. The Patriots are 0 2 when they give up twenty plus points. And I think that the that the Bills could go hang twenty on the Patriots, man. Hang 20 on the Patriots. I see it. I see it. It's going to be a physical game, man. It's going to come down to the can the Patri- can the Bills run the football? Singletary Gore, can they run the football? Can they? That's what it's going to come down to. And can they get to Brady? I think they can do it. I'm, I'm taking the Bills on the road. I'm taking the Bills on the road. Uh, then we got the Saturday night game. I don't, I don't know about the Rams, man. I do not know about the Rams. It's like one week they're here. One week they're 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 just not available. It's like, hello, can we talk to the Rams? No, unfortunately, the Rams are not uh, available at this time. They ain't pay their phone. They ain't pay their phone bill. Can't talk right now. Try again next time. Like that's that's really what's going on here. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. They're playing for their playoff life this Saturday, man. And they got to go play against the 49ers team who just lost to Julio Jones. They didn't lose to the Falcons. They just lost to Julio Jones. Um, I'm pretty sure they're going to be pissed off. Uh, and it's like, can Goff really come out there and perform? Can you guys go out there, get Gurley involved often and early, and can Goff really win this game for you guys? I don't see that happening. I, I'm taking the 49ers with, with, uh, at home. At home. So that's Saturday. 
That's Saturday. Now we got four more four more games to look at. Because you know we got to do the give you guys the pick four and then get y'all out of here, man. Get y'all weekend started. Um, all right. So, division, the, the, the NFC East is still up for grabs. Wait a minute. Where the four? Did I not have a fourth game? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Dog, I only got three games right here. That's a problem. So we're gonna have to just find one. But the Eagles and Cowboys, look, man, this is crazy because I I swear if you lose, you still have a chance next week. I'm not sure, but recently, man, the Eagles have been finding ways to win games, and it's been on the arm of Carson Wentz. And I give Carson Wentz a lot of flat. I have been burning Carson Wentz up all year, Carson. The throw you made this sad this past Sunday against the Redskins may have been the throw of the year. Between that and then the Rodgers to Williams uh throw in 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 uh Kansas City cuz that's still nuts. But this one it looked like the ball went through the defender. I had no idea that I said, "Oh, interception." Nope, touchdown. What? What now? You're doing it with nobody. I gotta give. I gotta give Carson Wentz some his props, man. I'm I'm proud of him, man. But can you finish though? Finish it for me. If Carson Wentz can get this Eagles team to the playoffs, win the East, and get the home game, then we can talk. Then we can talk. And I think they do it. I don't think the Cowboys can are going to travel well. I think, but they go. But the Eagles are going to have to play defense, man. And they're going to have to run the ball. They weren't able to run the ball in the first game when they got blown out. Um, you know, Zeke Zeke had a, a buck and eleven and a touchdown in the first game. Um, and you know, they've been feeding Zeke as of late. So we'll see, man. But I'm taking the Eagles for sure. I'm taking the Eagles. Uh then we got the Browns and Ravens. I expect this one to be a blowout, man. You know, this is this is the last the last loss the Ravens have is against the Browns. And I think that this two completely different teams now. I think the Ravens go in, handle their business. The Browns are not scary enough to me to play spoiler, so I'm not scared of them as far as that goes, so no. Um, then we got the Monday night game. Green Bay, Minnesota. Fun fact. This is this is hilarious to me. The Packers are 0-3 at USA Bank of America Stadium, and Kirk Cousins is 0-8 on Monday night football. This game is going to break the space-time continuum. We might not even have a winner. They might tie. Bro, I don't they know what they know damn well what they was doing when they scheduled this game. And somebody said, you know what? Let's let's put the streaks on the line at the end of the season. Cause you know Kirk ain't gonna win on Monday night this year. So let's put these two streaks on at the end of the season and just see what happens. That that stadium is going to implode Monday night. It's going to be a good game. I don't know if Dalvin Cook's available. Um that's 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 key for them. Um, you know, will will what what will Kirk Cousins show up, man? That's the thing. You know, he hasn't been playing bad. Their defense has been playing well. But, you know, this is gonna be a good game. And y'all know I'm never rooting against it, especially in that rivalry week. Hell no. You already know I'm picking a pack on the road, man. Go close that out, man, and finish that out. Get that division. And then next week go see the Detroit Lions and finish it thirteen three. You know that. Period, poo. You know what that. Um, but let's see, man. Is that all I got for y'all? Let's see. I think we got through everything, man. See, I told y'all it was gonna be a good show. I told y'all it was gonna be a good show, man. I told y'all it was gonna be a good one. I enjoyed it. I know you did. For sure. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, man, that's all I got for you guys this week, man. It's good. I'm glad we got two good episodes in this week, man. That's episode seventy-seven. We got three more left this year. Three more episodes left this year. I already uh scheduled it out, if I'm not mistaken. Hold on, give me one minute, cause uh next week is Christmas. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna do a show on Christmas Eve. I think. Uh, no, I'll drop Monday I'll be back Monday I'll be back Monday Give you guys a show Monday and Friday How about that? Monday and Friday We get 78 on Monday 79 on Friday And then I'm back th- Monday again on the 30th To close out the year Before New Year's Eve Yeah, yeah, yeah So Monday we'll be back I'll be back Monday We can talk Christmas basketball and everything um, try to you know it's it's gonna be a good show. It's gonna be a pretty good show, and of course you know we're going. Oh damn, we're gonna be talking more. Uh, we're gonna be. I'll probably give y'all a full breakdown on the Packers versus Vikings game Monday then, and then we're gonna recap the weekend, of course. Um, yeah, man. So I'm back on Monday before Christmas Eve. I'll probably play some Christmas music, man, because I was gonna drop on. Christmas Eve, but man, we're gonna be busy on Christmas Eve. Everybody listening. You know, we got cookies to bake for Santa. Uh, you know, last last minute buzzer beating shopping, man. Dog, I'm gonna be out all day tomorrow. Like a chicken with my head cut off. But it's okay, man. That's what I do it for. I do it for the fam. It's gonna be fun though. I love Christmas shopping. I love shopping. Like I just love like I'm gonna I'm probably gonna hit Walmart. I got I can't say where else I'm going. I'm gonna give away a couple of gifts. But I know Walmart is key because I got to grab some more cookies. I need another cookie sheet. Where else I got to go, man? I got to go. Um, oh, I need to go to the damn gym. Oh, I got to get my hair cut tomorrow. See, bro, it's about to be a busy day. It's about to be a busy day. No, no, no. I need to go to the gym. Dog, I haven't been to the gym all week. Bro, work been killing me. I just haven't been to the gym. I've been bluffing. I need to get back to the trap consistent, man. But I do need to go get my hair cut tomorrow because your boy's looking rough. But hey, I'm just rapping now. Let me get the hell out of here. Um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening, man. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, man. It's been a good one. Shout out to Stadium Scene TV. Appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate all the listeners, followers, supporters. Make sure you follow the Twitter page. I really want to get that to 100 followers before the new year. But appreciate you guys. Much love, man. Enjoy your weekend. I'll be back on Monday. So Monday, I'll tell y'all happy holidays. But right now, enjoy your weekend. Be safe if you got to go shopping this weekend. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the baseball. Uh, damn, why I keep saying baseball? Do I miss baseball? Um, Enjoy the boxing, basketball, whatever you're getting into this weekend, man. Just enjoy yourself. Uh, Enjoy your Friday tomorrow. And enjoy the rest of your day. And for the 77th time, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.